welcome back to episode 44 of the Counties of England podcast. In this week's episode, we will be covering the county home to the birthplace of William Shakespeare, the county home to Warwick Castle, and the county which was the birthplace of the author of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, J.R.R. Tolkien. This week, we will be covering the county of Warwickshire. Warwickshire is a county located in the West Midlands region of England. It is bordered by seven counties, Leicestershire to the northeast, Northamptonshire to the east, Oxfordshire and Gloucestershire to the south, Worcestershire and the West Midlands to the west, and Staffordshire to the northwest. It has a population of 571,010, which puts it as the 10th smallest county in terms of this statistic. In terms of area, it is the 18th smallest county. And in terms of population density, Warwickshire houses 748 people per square mile, which puts it as the 17th smallest county in terms of this statistic. It is split into five districts, uh, North Warwickshire, Nuneaton and Bedworth, Rugby, Stratford-on-Avon and Warwick. Uh, the county town is Warwick, but the largest town is in fact Nuneaton. Warwickshire has a median salary of £30,620, which puts it slightly below the UK average of £31,500. The unemployment rate is 3.8%, putting it below the UK average of 4.8%, and the average house price, according to Zoopla estimates, is £322,870, putting it ever so slightly below the national average of around £330,000. Warwickshire is split into six different parliamentary constituencies. Five of them are represented by Conservative MPs, and the other one is represented by a Labour MP. The most famous MP of this bunch would be Nadim Zahawi, who is the current Education Secretary since September 2021, and has been MP for Stratford-upon-Avon since May 2010. Warwickshire is perhaps best known for being the birthplace of William Shakespeare. He is by far the most famous son of the county and is probably the most famous playwright there has ever been. He wrote various plays like Romeo and Juliet, The Tempest, Twelfth Night, Much Ado About Nothing, Midsummer Night's Dream, Macbeth and Hamlet, and he also um, changed the English language and introduced various different words such as bandit, critic, Dauntless, Dwindle, Elbow, Lacklustre, Lonely and Swagger. And this clip will explain a little bit more about Shakespeare. So who was William Shakespeare again? Well known, The Bard was an English author of famous plays about a lot of different things and he lived during the Elizabethan era. But why is Shakespeare considered such a great artist? Born in England in 1564, he started his career as an actor and playwright as a member of the actors group The Lord Chamberlain's Company, which would later become The King's Company. They played in several theatres until they eventually built the famous Globe Theatre, their very first own stage. As there were only male members in the company, every role had to be played by men. But that wasn't the reason why Shakespeare's plays like Othello or Hamlet were very popular. To match the various tastes of a diverse audience, Shakespeare created texts of high complexity, containing relatively simple plots, as well as subtle nuances. 
Being the key to his success, his stories also contained multiple interlocking plots, twists and confusions containing something for everyone in the audience. So it wasn't just the common people who enjoyed his works, his company even played at the King's Court for the amusement of the aristocracy. Besides the plays, Shakespeare also wrote a multitude of sonnets and poems. At first, his work consisted almost exclusively of histories and comedies, like A Midsummer Night's Dream and Henry VI. Later, tragedies like Hamlet also became part of his portfolio. In his work, Shakespeare used his own special language, rich in metaphors and vivid images. He even created new words which became firmly established. As a consequence, many English words used today, like lonely and gossip, make their first appearance in one of his plays or sonnets. Shakespeare died in 1616 at the age of 52. Another famous thing about Warwickshire is Warwick Castle, and it is that old that it is older than most countries. The castle can be traced back to 19, 914 AD, when Alfred the Great's daughter built a fort on the site. The original castle was built in 1068 by William the Conqueror out of wood. In order to make room for the castle in the existing city, four houses were destroyed. At this time in world history, Europe was a collection of empires and clans, with Spain, Italy, Switzerland and Sweden nowhere near being formed. When Henry de Beauchamp, the first Duke of Warwick and owner of the castle, died in 1446, he didn't have a son to pass down his property to, so it went to his daughter Anne. But Anne was just two years old, and she only owned it for three years before passing away at the age of five. And Edward Disney was locked up in Warwick Castle Dungeon in 1642 during the Battle of Edge Hill in the Civil War. It's possible that he is related to the great Walt Disney, and Walt came to the Midlands in the 1940s to try and trace his family, who he believed formed the, the village of Norton Disney. Warwick Castle represented Cromwell and Disney was fighting for King Charles I, and he doodled some graffiti on the wall. This can be found in the castle jail. And King Edward IV was also locked up in Warwick Castle during the Wars of the Roses. Richard Neville, the Earl of Warwick, captured him and then attempted to reign, but was not welcomed by the nobility, so released the king after a few months. And the trebuchet at the castle was an old medieval launching weapon and is the most powerful trebuchet in the world. It's roughly the height of three houses. It got the record in 2006 when it launched a 29-pound missile, 800 feet, which is around the length of 10, 10 tennis courts at a speed of 160 miles an hour. And when Queen Elizabeth I visited the castle in the 16th century, it was in such a bad state that they had to construct a separate timber building exclusively for her. James I then gave the castle to Sir Falk Greville in 1604, and it remained in their family for over 300 years. The flag of Warwickshire was registered with the Flag Institute in August 2016. The design features the traditional bare and ragged staff used in the county since the Middle Ages as a symbol of the Earls of Warwick. You can also see the symbol on the Warwickshire County Cricket Team logo. And the first recorded use of the two symbols 
was by the Beauchamp family, as mentioned before, who became the Earls of Warwick in 1268. They used it as a seal. Some facts about Warwickshire include, after the Coventry Blitz bombing raids in the Second World War, the city's name entered the German language when Joseph Goebbels used the term Coventryert, meaning Coventried, which meant raised to the ground or totally destroyed to describe similar levels of destruction in other enemy towns. And J.R.R. Tolkien's Middle Earth is based on Warwickshire. The author lived in the Warwickshire village of Sarehole long before it became part of the city of Birmingham. Sarehole was believed to have provided the inspiration for Hobbiton and the Shire, while the mill that features in The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings is thought to have been based on Sarehole Hill. Tolkien later moved to Birmingham but returned to Warwickshire to marry Edith Bratt at St Mary Immaculate Church in Warwick on March 22, 1916. And it's been argued that the settlements of Idoras and Minas Tirith in Tolkien's work were modelled on Warwick at various stages in its history. The name Hobbit is an old word for a type of spir- uh, sprite or goblin and can be still seen in street names in Bolsall Common and Kenilworth. Writer George Orwell, also inspired by the region and wanted to use Coventry as the model for his study of poverty in England during the 1930s, but he found it to be too prosperous. And the grand houses of Warwickshire, from Coombe Abbey and Coton Court to Baddersley Clinton, have been linked to the 1605 gunpowder plot. At Coton Court, at Coton Court, arms, horses and ammunition had been stored, ready for the uprising that was meant to follow the annihilation of Parliament. And it was in Coton's great gatehouse, early on November the 6th, 1605, that the family and associates of one of the chief plotters were given news of the scheme's failure. Warwick Castle was where the gunpowder plot leader, Robert Catesby, stole horses after fleeing when the, f- when the plan failed. That is just about it for this week's episode. As ever, I really hope that you enjoyed it. Next week's episode will be on the West Midlands, so stay tuned for that on the 6th of November. Have a good week until then, and I will talk to you again next Saturday.